Three Champs Network. Yo, 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 yo. What's poppin'? It's your boy EJ, a.k.a. Sir Evangeline Joseph, a.k.a. Uh, uh, the Biggest Bully, mm. a.k.a. Uh, Mr. Ten Feet, a.k.a. The Biggest Gym Stepper, a.k.a. Big Gym Dripper, mm. a.k.a. One-third... Of the best podcast, no, no, of the best network in the world. For right, sure. That's all I got. Uh, and this your boy Wayne Willmatic, Willmatic Beast. Beep, 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 beep. One third of Free Gems Network. Willmatic, Willmatic. The, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the best network in the motherfucking land. The best. You heard it here first, man. I ain't even got to say shit else because it ain't even about us today. Now, when you. <laughs> We got Man. another motherfucking legend in the building. Koga's finest. I'm trying to tell you. I'm talking about, man, I think the one of the biggest things that, that comes to me when I think of this man what and what he and his career and what he does, longevity. Mm. I think that's is, a good way to is, put it. It's right longevity. Now. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's all I'm going to say because just within that, and he has so much more right. to accomplish, you know, down the line. Right. But I want to focus on that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of us, especially in our in our generation, our age bracket, we don't have that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm right. saying? This man has been working relentlessly. Right. Forever since <laughs> I've known I've known him ten plus, right. ten plus ten plus years. Yeah. Ten plus. Who we got in the building? Man, we got motherfucking Smokey. 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 What's good, man? I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be in the motherfucking building. Free gems, man. We giving gems all night, man. I'm glad to be here. You bear Smokey. And I, I appreciate, you know what I'm saying, being able to be in this environment with people that really know you and know your movement, you know what I'm For saying? Sure. Most of the people that you interview with, they don't even know about you. They probably get an email, be like, okay, I'm going to ask these questions. <laughs> okay, I, said, I heard you was from such and such. Nah, y'all really know me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm sure. from, so y'all asked the right shit and all that. But glad to be here, man. Let's get it. Oh, oh go ahead. What you got, oh. sir? The way, we, the way we always start this motherfucker, you already know, man. Oh, man, I'm about to jump right into it. I was like, hey. I, I thought, listen, I'm so excited. <laughs> My nigga, like, it's one thing to to we this who you got on the itinerary, right? But to actually see this man's face, <laughs> like because I, like I said, but I ain't seen this Facts. man in like Facts. two years. Last time I seen this man, my wife was pregnant. Ooh. Last time I seen this and man, and my son is about to be two. Last time I seen him was in high school. Facts. Facts. <laughs> now <Bro>. that's long. Last time I seen him was in high school. So it's like, man. To, to finally, like, I ain't stopped smiling since, man. Like, yeah. for real. But it's crazy because I know it's genuine. Every time I see you, we smiling. Oh, that, God. Man, we got good vibes. It's always a memory. Like, you remember to touch set? We right. did that and that. But we got. Late. And I'll tell you that last time when I saw you, like, every time we did together, <laughs> it's something memorable. Something memorable. It's always good vibes. My boy EJ, man, from high school, from the Hardaway days, the Hawks and the motherfuckers, <laughs> man. Yes, Where are you from, dog? I am originally from Atlanta, born in Atlanta. I moved to Louisiana when I was like four or five with my mom Dukes, and mm. then the hurricane hit. I don't know if from about Katrina or yeah, when it hit Louisiana. Then I came back to Georgia. That's crazy because I thought you was from, I I thought you was from Louisiana mm-hmm. 
But, you know, of course you came here. I yeah. didn't know that you was born. Yeah, originally I was born in Atlanta. Goddamn, you know how parents do Mon Dukes and they separated. So she took me to Louisiana. That's where Mon Dukes from. So I claim Louisiana ain't like I'm not from there. I claim it. But originally born, I was born in Atlanta. That's where my heart is. That was my, like the music and all that. I get a lot of uh, inspiration from Louisiana, the food, you know, my sports, all for Louisiana, all that, but right. music too, but mostly Atlanta. Is That's hard. hard. Yeah. That's hard. The reason why we ask that, because, um, and I'm not sure, I'm sure you're familiar, but the reason why we ask it is because Columbus doesn't have that platform just yet. Definitely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're all working. Shout out to Vin Kale. But, um... We're all working to push the envelope. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're all working to make sure, yo, it's not just about Atlanta. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like although that's where you're that's that's where yeah, you're yeah, originally from, mm-hmm. you got your your wings right, right. and your start here in, in Colga. Facts. Just like myself. Facts. I'm not originally originally Facts. from here, but yeah. this is home. It's home. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we gotta come together as we are mm-hmm. and and Push seven oh six forward. Right. That's what I always do though. Like I, don't, I ain't never turn my back on Columbus. I always reach out to like artists mm-hmm. doing stuff. I always reach out to the artists, friends, um, DJs, producers. I got a lot of lot of connects in Columbus. Like that's why I'm always fuck with Columbus. Probably can't live here again, mm-hmm. but you know I fuck with the city. I'm always gonna fuck with the city. It started my movement. Like Kush Camp was started in Columbus, so I'm always fuck with Columbus. Well, you know, since you want to bring Kush Camp up, <laughs> um, what does? Cause it's an acronym, it right? Is an acronym. Uh, what does what does Kush Camp stand the for? The Kush and Kush Camp stands for Knowledge, Unity, Success, and Honor. That's some uh, me and my brothers we came up with in high school. We was we was it was no acronym before, but we know what I'm saying we wanted to stand for something. So we put an acronym behind it, and that's when we really started. I started going hard on the music. I was doing music before I linked up with everybody that's in Kush Camp, but it got more serious. We got in a professional studio. Um, we started seeing like, damn, you know what I'm saying? A label looking out to it. It was a label, SOA Entertainment. They re- they took me in. I brought my team in. So when everybody seen that, they're like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Folks see our talent. We a team. Mm-hmm. So it just like motivated everybody in the camp to get on their shit. Like Swish was doing music. I had. Um, Jed wasn't really in the music. He was more like a street promoter guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Dre was, um, you know, every, basically everything. Yeah, like the mastermind. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that that, that really helped us get in the door. Shout out SOA. Um, we going to break up SOA and Blue and them. So, you see what I'm saying? We got so much shit. later. But what I want to know is who, when did you fall in love with music? Ooh. Fall in love. I had to say probably before I was making music. My mom Deuce used to have me on Tupac. Mm-hmm. My Deuce had me on Boosie, Master P, you know what I'm saying? She from Louisiana, so she had me on all the Southern Legends, 3-6, right. uh, motherfucking Pimp C, UGK, all that. So I'm 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 um I'm, I'm on the legends, the 90s hip hop, I'm on that heavily. And I love right for my mom Deuce. My Deuce just played all that shit. Cleaning right. up, play the music. She used to have the Brenda's Got a Baby video on cassette tape, bro. That shit That's scared wild. me. Crazy. I used to watch that shit when shot it through the baby in the trash. I'm like, that shit used to scare me, bro. Really? I was like, damn, why this nigga pop hard? Right. <laughs> this nigga talking about throwing babies in the trash. They ain't got the video. I was For like, why this shit hard? But yeah, my dudes made me fall in love with music, man. Playing it all the time. Yeah. Would and you? being young, listening to the OGs, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Put me on. How uh, would you? Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go oh. ahead. How would you say your environment shaped your sound today? Whether it was um, 
the artists you were listening to, or was it maybe just your upbringing? Environment had a lot to do with it. Environment had a lot to do with it. Um, I was I lived in mostly poverty stricken environments, mm -hmm. so you know what's going on in a lot of those environments: drugs, right. violence. My music is not violence, but you know what I'm saying. But it's more, you know what I'm saying. Be strong, handle your business. You know what I'm saying. Don't let nobody run over you. Right. Uh, being smart, keep your eyes open. It's really mm -hmm. like I got a street smart mentality. Exactly. As far as in my music, it's not more so like my environment was violence. I'm rapping about violence. Let me kill you. It's more like survival mode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, my environment played a lot of part, and it made me make survival music, grind music, motivational music, make people get up. You know what I'm saying? Don't stay in the bed all day. Get this money. It's a new day. You know what I'm saying? Keep going. Don't stop. Keep having motion, really. Right. So you you mentioned that you know you fell in love with with music mm -hmm. through your mother, mm -hmm. but what inspired you to actually pick up the pen or you know and actually start writing my auntie she a rapper mm -hmm. female rapper when we get time i'll let y'all hear she hard as fuck she rap kind of like um diamond from crime mob oh, that's that like that yeah and this was in like 2000 like 2000s early 2000s so, so when she i heard was down yeah. there like the chat yeah yeah like the chat basically hell yeah and i was like 10 then I mean, it inspired me because she was goddamn. They was doing shows and it was still local. Like you'll come home and see auntie. You'll see it in the newspaper. Like they was in the newspaper back then. It wasn't like YouTube. You'd probably see artists in the newspaper. Or you gonna see their CDs out. So my auntie, they had performed at like the beach and it was on the, on the newspaper. That inspired me and seeing them do shows with Mystical. Like damn, bro, somebody in my family like really making music mm -hmm. and I still see them every day. It ain't shit changing about them like. That shit motivated me. This was, after, this was after I, you know what I'm saying, got love for the music. So now I'm like 10, 9. I'm trying to see what I'm going to do. I'm in Louisiana. Uh, what I'm doing. I'm running around the streets doing stuff I shouldn't be doing. Mm -hmm. So now I, I found something I could do. I started doing music. But it's also in the time the hurricane hit. So it's really it fucked up a lot of shit, too. So I had to move, relocate. New friends, new all that. I think I started a new rap group when I moved out here. The shit just went up. When I, I feel like if I didn't come to, back to Georgia, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Mm. Yeah. When you was in uh, Louisiana and you was rapping, was was it kind of like the that culture, like what or were you rapping kind of how you were rapping, how you're rapping now? I wasn't even old enough to uh, to even say I remember. I really, I was really just writing stuff to show how I could rap. Mm, I ain't even right. getting to the studio till I got to Georgia. Mm. I was like 10, 11 then. I moved to back to Georgia when I was 13. Right. And I got in the studio probably like 14, 15. So I went, I went recording there. I ain't have hella raps written. I ain't start writing till I got back to Georgia. Moved back, yeah. So in Louisiana, when I wrote that rap for my mm. auntie, that was just basically saying like, I want to do this, I'm going to do it. Mm. Right. But when I got back to Columbia, when I went full fit and got in the studio, I started doing the, um, the Foxy Talent Show tryouts. Mm. I did that shit like three years, didn't make it. Kept doing it though. What made you? Kept running. What, what made I feel you? like if if I don't make it, at least they'll know my name. They'll be like, okay, damn. You remember bro from last year? He tried out. Oh, that's you know Tayo, whatever his name is. They'll see me. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Because when you auditioning, you're auditioning for the radio DJs, mm -hmm. so they're gonna see you, get familiar with you. So that's what I, my mentality was like. If it, I don't get it, I'm bumping shoulders with everybody else that's rapping. They're gonna see me. Mm -hmm. They're gonna see me they'll, eventually. Notice. Yeah, eventually notice. Yeah. yeah. Right. The artists that you named that you were listening to growing up, they all have very distinct sounds, mm -hmm. uh, very distinct voices, very distinct rap uh, patterns. Do you feel like you've uh, established your sound at this point? 
Um. Yeah, but I I'm still perfecting it. I found I still I'm still perfecting it. I'm still perfecting it. That's yeah. it's not where I wanted to be at. You know, it didn't get it didn't it didn't got elite. But it's not where I want to be at. I want to be the best songwriter. Right. Mm. Yeah. So I'm trying to get more into them, you know what I'm saying, them songs. More commercially. Not yeah. commercial hit, but like those type of songs. I can make a song, but it's it's certain type of song. You know what I'm saying? It's like a hit song. Mm-hmm. It's a good song. It's different categories of songs. Yeah. So like you wanna you you're in the mind frame right now of like making timeless music. Definitely, definitely. Um, do you remember the first time in your first experience it's in the studio? Yeah. How was it? It's all right. It wasn't what I expected. Hearing myself, you know what I'm saying, hearing yourself coming through the mic is not what you think. Uh, when you know what I'm saying, you're writing, rap, rapping a rap, mm-hmm. and then you rap it in the mic. Sometimes, sometimes you know the playback will come through the headphones. You can choose not, you can choose not to hear, it, or if you want to hear, it. sometimes that shit'll fuck you up. Um, and just be recording with a new person. Period. That at that time when I first recorded, I was living, um, I was living on the east side, and I had a neighbor that had a studio. My mom was knew I wanted to do music, so she was like, you know what I'm saying? I pay you such such fifty. He said he was charging like fifty hour. I paid him fifty. You know what I'm saying? Just for my son to do a song. I think like remix the song or something, just to hear myself and know. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got this going. I got a studio right next door to me. Let me go do that. But um, it wasn't too bad, but I, I wasn't just super excited. Like, damn, I recorded a song. This shit fire. Because it wasn't, like, all the way mastered. Like, mm-hmm. niggas don't understand that. Like, it's it's one thing to record a song, and you got to have that shit, like, all the way mixed and mastered. Like, levels sound good, so it can you can get the full full playback. You know right. what I'm saying? Feature, like, you know what I'm saying? Really understand it. Or see if you need to go back in and tweak something. Or the producer need to go back in and tweak something on the beat. Like, that real shit plays a part. Like, mixing and mastering the song. And I didn't get that first one mixing master. <laughs> they already taught me like fifty to record. See, I be I don't know. I be I'm I'm a cheap person when it comes to record. I'm honestly say that. So you you rather go into the you rather go to like not I ain't gonna say I'm a cheap. I don't like being charged to record by the hour. Gotcha. Cause then I feel like I'm rushing my shit. Oh, I feel like, oh, damn, I got to be ahead of by this time. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, when I lock in with producers, like, shout out my boy Ethan Lamb. We got a, a damn near a whole project. He produced my whole album. And shout out my boy DJ Drew. He did my EP, Money for Breakfast. When we did them EPs, I was in the studio with them niggas, like, days. Or a day at a time, like, you know what I'm saying? I still, and I pay them, but we ain't about an hour, like, oh, we ain't here from 6 to 7. We in there, we working, when we leave. You know what I'm saying? All we down, we leave. Right. So, that I would rather say that. I ain't a cheap recorder or time but I don't like I don't like recording time right. you got your way right you know what I'm saying I'm pretty sure a lot of niggas I'm pretty sure a lot of niggas ain't doing that or like thug he probably ain't gonna record no version of the song unless it's at his studio right or probably when he wanna record it you know what I'm saying so that's right. just that when did you feel like you become comfortable with your voice ooh when I started getting that smoking <laughs> <laughs> I get it right every time. So when I got that, I was like, yeah, that's my, that's my, that's my, that's what I'm going to say every time I come on the track. That's mm-hmm. the first thing they're going to hear. Smokey. Yeah. I used to just be like, Smokey. Bear. I ain't like that. So now it's just Smokey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Probably like, I'm going to start, probably like, probably like 14, 15-ish. Yeah. Probably when I got real comfortable with it. Yeah. I've probably been recording since 2008. Then probably 
Yeah, I graduated in, in 12. Mm -hmm. I started recording right when I was a freshman. Yeah, about 2008, probably when I started for recording. So you're, you're 12, 13, right? Mm hmm And you, you're uh, recording. And when did you when did you start actually becoming consistent in writing and recording? Ooh, probably in the beginning. In the beginning, I was writing more. I write more too. I don't write as much as I was in the beginning when I first started rapping. I used to have notebooks, mm -hmm. right. little little notebooks too, just like bars. I don't know. That's when you know what I'm saying. Lil Wayne was hard. He was dropping hell of mixtapes. Niggas trying to be the best rapper. So anytime I come up with something, I write something there. Nowadays, shit is in my phone, and I really want to go back to that. Really, so you you you're you're like that, and then time comes and you get into high school. Mm -hmm. What was it like then? Man, rapping in high school, I feel like I was a celebrity already. Everybody fucked with me. Everybody fucked with the music. You know what I'm saying? I'm Kush camping. Everybody camping. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I want to camp. Uh. Cause that was a big brand, bro. It was. That, I, I was talking about this the other day, bro. I had the merch printed before the music even took off. Like the movement, the movement was going harder than my music. Mm -hmm. So the the Kush County shit is going. I feel like that shit is solidified. It's gonna always be here. Yeah. What what? To, I want to I want to touch on that a little bit. For sure. You knew, and I don't think you like knew, but mm -hmm. you knew about marketing and branding. You know. Way before anybody else did, yeah. like, where did that stem from? Damn, what did that shit stem from? I don't know. I guess just being um, tech savvy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was on the MySpace shit when MySpace was popping. I was I wasn't doing music as hard as I am now, but I was like probably recorded on my phone and I dropped the song on my page. Like motherfuckers would listen to it through then. And like I said, when I first started rapping, and then I got the group like um. We had found a little studio, so the songs that we was recording there, I put them on my MySpace. Um, trying to think that what it has had to be something though that just triggered. Cause I know bro, I was like, tech savvy though. I, I was on, I was on right. MySpace. I don't know. It was something. I know. I, I know. I'm tech savvy though. I was fucking with that. <laughs> Even in middle school, we was yeah. on shit like Chat Tango, Chat yeah, websites. I swear, I was I met had like five different accounts, man. Hollering at the little bras, man. Being hot in middle school, man, on the internet. Mm -hmm. So that probably what it was. Just being trying to trying to explore and see what's on the internet. So I, I was already savvy with that. So anytime I drop something on that, I'm I'm promoting it, sending it to him on MySpace. So yeah, right. like how I like how I promote or uh, promote was promoting on Twitter like back in like thirteen and fourteen. Mm -hmm. That's how I was in my space back in like oh nine. Mm, back right. in like probably Drake first. I think Drake first came out like oh nine. Oh yeah, nine. Come back yeah, season, oh yeah. Nine, oh eight. Right. Um you you get in high school and you think, and you link up with these guys, Y and C K. Mm -hmm. How you took the word, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, bro. I, like I told you, you I'm excited, bro. So and I'm gonna tell you how I met them too. That's why I want to know. Let me say that real quick, cause just like how I said, I was doing the the auditions. I met them at an audition, mm -hmm. and they manager was like, "We gotta do a song. Y'all gotta do a song together." Just like that. Both of us auditioning for like some type of talent show. Mm -hmm. We collab. First song, Juice. Wow, yeah. First song was our, Juice. Our first and only song. <laughs> That's Recorded, crazy. Written in the trailer. We wrote it in the trailer on St. Mary's Road. If you know where it's at, on St. Mary's Road, right there by the uh. Well, Benavista yeah, run into right St. Mary's yeah, and go into that, yeah. that trailer park right there. I pulled up on him at the trailer park. My dude dropped me off. Mm -hmm. He wrote that shit. 
As soon as I when I was saying Young Tan YZK, we was just like, oh, this shit gonna go crazy. Young Tan YZK, <laughs> Young Tan YZK, because uh, that's 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 what I'm on now. Like I don't just go into the studio like, damn, I need some repetitive. But if I hear a beat now, like, damn, this needs something that this need a chant. You know what I'm saying? That shit help. Motherfuckers love chant. Motherfuckers love something they can sing along to. Yeah. When it comes to making hits or songs or whatever, something they just want to bump. If you ain't their favorite artist, if you got a line in there that's catchy that you right. repeating over. I always say that uh, Pop the Molly I'm sweating yeah. You know what I'm saying Niggas Look think for that Niggas probably went Listen to that song Just for that line yeah, right. You know what I'm saying So that's what I'm on now That's a gem How was that's that Just now. seeing just How far just Even that moment Was able to just Catapult you Just even in that Early stage of your career That was um. Let me see Was that the biggest Yeah that was one of the first Biggest Power moves I made Collabing with YNCK, our first song um, was Juice. It went stupid viral. It led us to go to 106 in Park twice to perform on Wild Out Wednesday. It opened hella doors for me. I got paid features from that. We got paid from uh, winning the 106 in Park shit, of course, the Wild Out Wednesday. Uh, SOA saw me after that, because we recorded the Juice song at SOA Entertainment Studio. So after I recorded that when it was my verse, they saw, you know what I'm saying? They started looking out to me more. They saw I had talent. Like, really, after I recorded the verse, really, before I, 106 and Park, before 106 and Park, before the features, all this shit, when I recorded the song, Juice, they wanted to get me then. Mm-hmm. So, after I recorded shit, they was like, shit, you with us now, shit. Basically, like, you know what I'm saying? They just took me out of the wing. Because they, they ain't, you know what I'm saying, charge me on nothing to record the verse. Not you know, they should, but, like, just come in and do my verse. Like, they ain't charged to record it. So, they was like, shit, USOA. So, that's how that went. That's hard, man. Was there like when they did it? Was there like paperwork, or was there? It was just like, okay, we family now. Not family, but like, I'm fucking with you. I support you. I got you, and, and then it grew into family. I fuck with them. What um, what did you learn being with SOA, good and bad? Uh, learn how to stay on your toes, man. Stay on your toes. Handle your business. Uh. Take advantage of stuff you got, you know what I'm saying? Like, if y'all got this equipment, don't just let it sit here. Basically, we had our own studio. Like, I really should have been recording there every day. I really recorded a lot, but I could have recorded hella more. Like, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Uh, that's kind of bad, but good in a way. Like, you know what I'm saying? Use all, everything you got. Uh, learn how to network real good. Like, um, reaching out to DJs and stuff, emailing my own DJs. Uh... That helped me a lot. Like they uh helped me network a lot with a lot of DJs in Atlanta. I'm already based in Atlanta, but just you know what I'm saying, moving around with SOA, you run into other folks. Like that's how I got my song. Well, I ain't got the song by myself, but me and Big D got a song with Jose Guapo. Mm-hmm. He already fucked with Big D, and we was on the label, so I'm already there. So shit, I got on that song. Right. Uh. God damn, what other song? I get a song with Sorry the Kid. You know what I'm saying? When I was with SOA, uh. It's really opened up a lot of doors for me, for real. And it catapulted my career up more. Yeah. What was some of the bad? <laughs> <laughs> not not to make it like no a bad session, but mm. just learning experiences. Don't let these females come to your job. That's like my job. That was like my job studio. I had a lot of distractions. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of females in there. We had a lot of parties. Bro, it was lit. We had a lot of parties. Our studio, that's why I said, like, our studio, it wasn't a regular studio. Shit was like a home. You know what I'm saying? Bro, we, we bro, it, it, it was we a memory cell, bro. Studio. 
Like, and that's how the, some, a lot of the music came up. And that's how I got a lot of feedback, too. A lot of people, when I had a lot of crowds in there, I would mm. play some of the music. What y'all think about it? Who y'all fucking with this? That helped. That helped. I like, get their opinion. Oh, we drunk. We smoke. Oh, y'all fucking with this? Oh, let me make something that uh, uh, turn up this vibe. Mm. Uh, that help this vibe. Right. Where is SOA now as far as it, is it, is it operating in some form or fashion? Um, um, I actually don't know. But from what I see, I think, I think, not from what I see, from what I'm thinking, I think Dip got some up his sleeve. He been he been working on a project, so I think they they might pop out with it this year. But just like everybody else, I just feel like they probably going through life shit, so they probably just took a break from the music. But other other shit still going. Like right. Black, you know what I'm saying? He got the, right, um, the uh, workout physical fitness, fitness right. thing going on, and he working the camera stupid too. Yeah. Exactly. So and I feel like that probably could have slowed everything down because he was the main engineer and exactly. kind of like co CEO with Dip. You know what I'm saying? Dip, you know what I'm saying? Probably trying to be an artist, so you know what I'm saying? He kind of can't sit down and be like, damn, I can't record myself and shit like that. Because black we're recording too, recording everybody. Yeah. Just like he do his fitness and his, um, just like he do his fitness and his videography, Mm -hmm. he take that recording serious too. That man is a hell of an engineer, bro. Hell, have me crispy. We'll play something up, but have have me crispy. (laughs) Hear everything, hear your breathing. Yeah. For real. One thing that, um, I want to big you up on, bro, that I took away from that situation mm-hmm. um, is promotion. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I should have said, yeah. Because... They, man, they promo stupid. Nigga, y'all had us... Like, it, bro, we... One, you are... We was already, like, Kush Camp. Okay. So, anybody knows... No, we had it in our bio, or, you know, they knew... they. Uh, 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 identified us with that. Mm-hmm. Then you had a promote that a promotion team mm-hmm. all on whatever social media facts facts spamming. Facts. I'm talking about everybody facts. spamming. I'm talking about this is oh, like God. 10, 11, 12 of us. Okay, oh, you know what I'm saying? If not more, right? Yeah, you know so. That's where that is what I get that you know how I'm, how I do you know my promotion oh, okay, yeah. now Definitely. and like constantly constantly in Definitely. your face like it was almost as if y'all cracked the the algorithm or or did your own thing and and to make things come together yeah right. They, did, they man, they did a lot of stuff even just to make me better as an artist. Even with my Kush Camp Chronicles, mm-hmm. that was my vlogs. Black gave me the idea to do that. Like, come on, bro, why you, you need to record the shit you're doing? Like yeah. vlogs when you're going to Atlanta, fucking with the artists, video take that shit. Like your fans want to see this. Mm-hmm. Even to the point, like I, I did a Kush Camp breaking the um what it mean. Like you know what I'm saying? He helped me like break down stuff. You might you might think motherfuckers know what's going on, but you got to let them know again. Probably I just put it in their face. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, that's genius marketing, boy. It is, man. Right. It is. So you you get with SOA, mm-hmm. and now you're 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 thinking of a of a tape, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you come across you know a few different names, mm-hmm. and the 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 one that you know you decide. Franco, man, Franco, man, my hardest project, bro, my hardest project, man. I, and I'm gonna say this shit again. I feel like I'm the first rapper to come out of Columbus to have three DJs and hosts mixtape, other than Big D. But I think I, I did. I be. I think I did it before him. I need to look that up. <laughs> so yeah, man, Franco was hosted by 
by three DJs, man. Mm-hmm. Shout out my boy DJ Cinemax, DJ Bread. I think I had DJ Loud on that motherfucker. And one more DJ. But yeah, man, Franco, stupid. Acronym stand for For Real A Nigga Camped Out. For sure. For real. A nigga camped out, man. Where, where, did, where, where, where was the inspiration behind that project stemming from? Um, I want. I really was just in my mode of um, getting getting them familiar with the movement, right. the whole camp feel, the woods. Like I was gonna go crazy. I was gonna go real, real tree branded. I was gonna do camo everything. Um, that's what that was really black idea. You know what I'm saying? He wanted me to do camo everything just so they can remember. Like when they see me, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that's brother got that's that Kush camper dude, or that's that you know what I'm saying. Dude, that be running through the woods type. Something that can stick in their mind. So yeah. that's where I was at when I was like, okay, Franco. They gonna, Franco, for real, they camped out. They gonna see the cover, you know what I'm saying? It's like cardboard scarred in. It's gonna right. get them a feel. Basically, I'm trying to give them a feel. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? More of a feel, yeah. And you still feel like that's your best project to this day? Yeah. Overall. Yeah. Right. Why? Because it was put together so nicely. It's long. I got skits on it. It just told a full story for me of what it was in my life. Right. Yeah, I was just I just graduated high school, just got back from New York. Nigga, I feel like I was damn near a superstar that just ate. I was at the tip. Mm-hmm. I wasn't there. I just broke through a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Got my foot in the door. But after this project, I just feel like it was gonna go crazy. Yeah. So that's why I was there. I just I was on top of the world. Shit. I just got back from 106. Just got with a label. And now we finna start recording my project already. Like I ain't, I ain't finna see me on the shelf and wait. Mm-hmm. As soon as I got back from started working. And then I think I recorded, um, I recorded Smoked Out. That was, it wasn't a single for it, because I, I re- released it on it, and that's where I'm really mad. Cause I dropped Smoked Out. Smoked Out was my, that was my hit at that time, 2012, 2013. Because I really, Juice is really my hit then, 2013, my, even though it was a feature. But when I dropped Smoked Out, niggas was like, damn, oh, he ain't on that dance and splash shit. Okay, right. you smoking. Okay. And that just took off shit. That shit. But I didn't drop it on my mixtape. I don't know. I dropped the remix. What? Yeah, I dropped the remix on Franco. So Lil new. I remember when Smoke Duck came out. Yeah, me too. That's that's nuts. That's retarded. So do you (laughs) think Franco was like your okay? I'm I'm coming out of the childish childish clothes. Like I'm not a child anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm an adult. Yeah. Because I mean you juice and then. You yeah, with right, other, yeah. you with kids, right? And you it was like, no, let, let me show you what it, what I'm really about. Facts, yeah. You gonna say I'm really? Well, <laughs> you hit a white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could count. Yeah, this is before the acronym. Right, cause I had to keep it clean. You know what I'm saying? I, I was with the kids, even though I was four, five years older than them. I had to keep it clean. You know what I'm saying? Even think about what I'm gonna put in my verse. Like I don't want to be too advanced for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why I, I had bars in there, but I didn't want to go too, too crazy. So. You know what I'm I said it was me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Talking about that. I said I put up in a hot box. I said I got a main chick, I got a side chick, but every night I'm single. Like I said, them young kids ain't talking about that, but you know what I'm saying? I still, you know what I'm saying, kept it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Smoke, take, you know what I'm saying? But mm. I ain't go too crazy. So, yeah, smoked out was merely like, this who smoked, this who take it. Because I still was, when I did that, I was young, take, AKA Smokey Bear. So, but when that when I dropped smoked out, that was really okay. Smokey Bear is in the forefront. Young take, you know what I'm saying? That was back then, that was high school, school days. Right. Yeah. So when I recorded Smoked Out, yeah, that was like Smoky Bear is here. What, how does re-imaging and rebranding to you? Shout out to my boy EJ with these fucking questions, man. That's what I'm fucking talking about, bro. Rebranding is so important, man. Rebranding is so important. Like, really, 
I would if I, I give any this advice to anybody, I would rebrand every time you feel like they not watching or they not paying attention or you feel like mm. you're not getting enough traffic. Rebrand. Switch it up. Do something different. That's what I did. Like I, I relocated. Image wise, I relocated you know what I'm saying, cities wise. Mm-hmm. Right. So shit, like you, you gotta rebrand, bro. Cause shit changing every day. Shit changing every day. Like and like you said, you've been knowing me for ten years. I can't be rapping like how I was ten years ago. So my shit and you know how long I've been working, so my shit slick got changed a lot. Yeah. Just to you know what I'm saying, for the old fans to keep them in tune, the new fans don't be like, damn, what that nigga talking about? I gotta just I gotta keep that fire. I gotta keep that fire. Would you consider yourself underrated even at this point in your career? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would it take to change that? In um, your opinion. Me get on the song with somebody that folks that can rap in the industry. Like, put me on the song with Baby, the Baby. I don't feel like he lyrical, lyrical, but everybody think he lyrical. So I'll, I'll watch them. Lil Baby, the Baby, and give me um, Jack Harlow. Everybody feel like they got bars right now. Put me on a song with them and let me rap circles around. That'll, that'll take the underrated off me because they'll be like, damn, this nigga rap circles around motherfuckers in the industry. Mm-hmm. And I know I can. Like, where um have you ever felt like somebody watched you on the track? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, shout out my boy EJ again. I wish I had the horn. <laughs> One nigga that well probably two. Somebody told me this other person watched me, but I don't think he did. But I know this nigga watched me. That boy Sorry the kid. Mm-hmm. Shout out my boy Sorry man. This nigga is a fucking rap rap. What the word I can say it. Rap phenom, man. This man got stupid bars, and he's up in age, but he still keep the shit to where you want to listen oh, to yeah. at a young age. You know what I'm saying? Real thorough. Facts. And he can go R&B with it and hip-hop. Yeah. So, I remember him. I just, I mean, I'm not really, like, super tapped in yeah. to him, but I, when I see his name, I, I've seen his name places. Facts. Facts. Right. That's how I got on him, too. I would see his name all the time. Then I just looked at one song. It was the song, the song I got on was... uh. Turn up on the fuck nigga. I don't know if y'all heard that. No. There was a song called Turn Up on the Fuck Nigga. I heard it, I was like, okay, he can rap. And he was fucking with Slim Duncan then, so I was like, okay, he in the streets. But I didn't I didn't meet him like just us off rip. I know his manager personally. Right. Swinebeck, Diana Swinebeck, she um she got up an entertainment platform in Atlanta too. I've seen that her name too. And she's a manager. And she be doing shows in Atlanta like um Indie shows, artists come perform. Mm-hmm. She got DJ pay. You know what I'm saying? You bring your uh, bring your fans all that through. But yeah, I reached out to her. She right. reached out to Sari, but sent the song back the same day. That's hard. Same That's nice. day, but no. Because he didn't have to do that. And like where he was at that time. Exactly. Right, right. Like he was. I was a nobody. Me. He was popping. And he probably, you know what I'm saying? The little shit I was doing, but compared to him, I was still, I feel like I'm a nobody. Mm-hmm. Right. Been to him, so. I, that was major love. Who that second person? You ain't, you said oh, yeah. him. Um, it was person. a song. I got a song called Blunt with Lil Tone and Mook on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a dude, my nigga, uh, Willis said, I think he said Mook watched me. See, bro, but he joked Willis, a lot. Bro. He joked a lot, so I don't know if he was serious or not, but <laughs> the song, I, and I kept my verse the same as the original. Mm. So I really changed my second verse, so you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just let them hop on it. Right. So right, I really, right. you know what I'm saying? I ain't changed no new verse. I had the same verse as the original song. Right, right, right. right. I mean, you take that with whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really don't take it because I ain't changed my verse, but. Right, 
Right. That boy sorry to kill. He ain't watch me too bad, buddy. I mean, and 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 that's what I want you to do. If I'm gonna put you on a song, bro, go hard, bro. Right. Go hard. I don't give. I don't give damn. You feel like you know what I'm saying? You gonna wash me or I'm gonna wash you? Go hard. Yeah. Right. Go hard. What's one life experience that you feel like really shaped you to who you are today? Ooh. Shape me and life is what you mean as far as life anything anything that um, made you the, the artist that you are today oh but it made me the artist mm, I, I would guess my um my experience with SOA that was my first um situation with a label mm hmm um, I was with a previous lady with six, eight entertainment. That's when I first, when I so that I had that group, we was recording at Day Studio, but right. we had nothing going. We really were just recording with him, and he like kind of slick took me under his wing. So when he like moved, shit just fell apart. But when what I year got was with, this, this is like 2009 ish. It's like eighth grade, ninth grade year, like 2009, yeah. So when I got with SOA, just shit got big, shit got different. I you know what I'm saying. I'm doing different shit. I'm getting paid for features, mm -hmm. I'm doing shows. Man, we shooting videos. We got we getting merch printed up. You really felt like, yo, I'm a I'm an artist. I'm a rapper. Yeah. Right. I'm a artist. Yeah. Well, artist. Yeah, artist. Rapper, I felt like a rapper when I went to 106. But now I got a label. Like, I ain't got to do too much shit. All I got to do is come to the studio and record, go to my show, we'll perform. Um, that's really, and promo on the side, but everything, they going to take care of everything else. And that's what a label supposed to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But. I really I think that that situation shaped me as as I am because I I was independent before but now I'm, I'm more so hands on mm -hmm. with my career. I mean, I, well, I mean they're independent as well. It's not Thanks. like you know Thanks. they was bought out by a major. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. Have has there been any major uh, opportunities sent your way? Um. No, I haven't. I haven't got no majors to reach out yet. <laughs> would you? Would, yet. would you consider it? I definitely would. Why? Especially it's, in today's time. It'll give me a buzz. It'll give me a buzz. Like what? I'll definitely consider it. I'll probably go meet with them mm -hmm. and record the whole experience and just promote it. Yeah. And drop it on YouTube, like meeting with Def Jam. Motherfuckers gonna be like, damn, that's gonna all my followers gonna be like tip on it. Damn, Def Jam? Mm -hmm. What they say, bro, congratulations. So I yeah, that's how I would look at that situation. I would definitely go meet with them, record the whole thing. Mm -hmm. See, they, see, I might side with them next week. They gonna see this shit like, oh damn, right? He handling his business. You know, he put up with a camera just for a meeting. Yeah, that's the that's the whole seeing how some artists have been fucked over in that situation. Does that scare you at all? As far as the label situation, yeah, hell no. Why? Because I'm gonna read my shit, and I'm gonna get, I'm gonna read my shit, and I'm gonna make sure before I sign something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you um. What, because obviously we all had to, you know, compromise mm -hmm. right. when it comes to signing. Yeah. What would you, what would you give up, or what would you make sure that's that's in that's really important that I was gonna say your government name, but mm. <laughs> I'm sorry, but what would you make sure that Smokey needs in a contract in order for him to sign? Uh. I would want a label deal, you know what I'm saying? After I'm done music, so I can fund Kush Count records, mm -hmm. put some artists on there. So that'd be the main thing, really. Cause so, I'm gonna do what I do. If they give me some bread to fund my label, I'm mm -hmm. straight. I feel like I got an eye for talent, ear for music. Yeah. 
So, yeah. That's how they gonna help me. And if we still do the deal through them, it's still gonna make them money too. They might, that's more than likely what they'll do, Cho. Try to give me a deal through their label instead of giving me my own type shit. So you mainly thinking like distribution? For the label? Mm-hmm. Or just for you, just in general? I, I want to advance for the label. Oh, for me, want I want advance. distribution, yeah. For that label, give me an advance. You, 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 yeah, yeah. You need that. Facts. For a label, man, I'm, man, come on, man. What all comes with a, what all comes with running a label? Um, Distribution. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Getting this shit out there. Promoting. I feel like you got to have a street team. Image. Good production. Good mastering mission. And good videos. Uh, What else? I think that's it. Image. Your marketing good. Make sure the distribution, the music going to get out there. Mm-hmm. And you got a street team. Yeah, that's gonna be the that's the keys for motherfuckers that's not trying to do no gimmicks or none of that shit like that. The authentic way. That's how you gonna win. But you you said street team mm-hmm. and it brings me it, the only the first thing I think of is what you know SOA had. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but they was really in the street. Mm-hmm. So um, right around that van, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So, but I want to know what's the difference between the marketing and well the promotion and advertising back then versus today because you some people the misconception may be okay i'm an artist i don't really need a street team because we got the internet yeah so what's the yeah right so what's the difference into to to smokey i'm about to do it again a difference as as far as you said the marketing and the street team Mm -hmm. i feel like um that marketing for one though uh that's not reliable you know what I'm saying? That's what I feel like. The bottom line, it's street team. You gonna see them person. You gonna put it in their hand. You could be mm. promoting to a fake account online. So I wouldn't rely on online promotions as far as you know what I'm saying. Sending it to somebody, I would depend on street team. My, if I had a street team and an online promo team, I'm depending on my street team. I know y'all finna talk. Y'all finna shake hands. Mm. Motherfucker gonna remember you. Shit online, you all can see a little picture. Motherfucker ain't finna click on a picture. Like, okay. And then go back and tell you, yeah, ain't got time to do all that. Nigga, I remember you had a flyer, and this was before, like this was back when it it like it first came out. The you can click the um like put oh yeah the scanner on there the scanner yeah, yeah the scanner like that that was the first time I seen it, brother. You were slick uh, uh, ahead of your time. That was two thousand thirteen. That was two thirteen. Fourteen. Oh yeah. Fourteen fifteen. Damn, bro. bro That's you, crazy. That was my first flyer with a scanner on it. I think I only made two. The mm-hmm. second one was the who that? And you see, see how long that time span? Until you only had two flyers with scanners on it, bro. What? That's the way you got the first one made from. But that second one, I got on my own. Mm-hmm. I shout out Nisi, my manager. She got them for me. <laughs> <laughs> how important is it to? Uh, well, how hard is it to find people who see the vision the way you see the vision? Hard as fuck, because you never know who's genuine, man. But you can tell by um. I feel like if you see them every day, or they talking to you every day, then you tell the genuine. But if you see somebody texting, oh yeah, man, I want to help you, da da, then you don't hear from from the month, then you you tell they bullshit. But mm-hmm. most of the people that tell me like that's fucking with me, are we gonna rock? We be in contact. Right. Yeah. Cause those are the people you want on your street team. Facts. How big is having your as an artist having your business together as far as songwriting? And who do you, and who do you advise um, to go through? It's very important because if your business not handled, you will not get paid. At all. Fuck you talking about. 
Um, some advice for everybody, man. If you're going to be dropping some music, I advise you get registered as an artist with a performance rights organization, either BMI or ASCAP. And every time you drop your songs, upload them, it's going to give you a code with them, too. And if you got features on them and then people register, you can put their names on them and it's going to pay them for you. Mm. So as long as you take care of your business, register as an artist. And um, yeah, that's gonna help with songwriting because when you song, if you go song, write a song for somebody else, make sure you tell them, okay, you know what I'm saying, putting my credits on this song, it's my BMI code or whatever, so you gonna get paid. So yeah, that's how you gonna have your business. You register, make sure you register before you do work with anybody. Right. Make sure they register too. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Who put you on to that? I think, I think, I think SOA. Yeah, I think SOA. Were there any records that you missed out on not getting paid for because you, your business wasn't handled properly? Um, if I'm not, yeah, all my previous records. Before that's away. Before Hate Envy and Jesse, oh, they probably wow. was getting paid for them records, but I released my album Hate Envy and Jealousy, Money for Breakfast, and um, Backwood Bear. I released them myself, um, through my performance rights and uh. So yeah, I get paid for them, but back then I was letting them handle all the promotions and uploadings. And but all the projects I released back then with them, they was mixtapes though. So right. they didn't go on like iTunes uh, yeah. or Spotify. Even though Franco was original, all those beats was original. I can't, I can redrop it now on iTunes. That's what I'm gonna do. But I dropped it as a mixtape. And right. you had it on live mixtape. That was a for big free. thing. Yeah, for sure. For free, so it was no point in charging. That was a big thing for I it think for big. all of us. That was big. That was my first mixtape on live mixtapes too. Bro, you, that was like a milestone to get on live mixtapes. Yeah, for real. Like niggas don't realize today. Right. Like it wasn't that easy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't. Oh, for go real. to to Apple Music and and we gonna play your song. Yeah. Like niggas, nah, nigga. Like you had to talk to people about you know to live mixtapes. Live mixtapes and that piv like all that and like to see your partner. That you talk to every, you see this man every day, <laughs> right? And his project is on live mixtapes, bro. That was inspirational. Next, with next, this. next to other big name artists, yeah, this shit next right next to Wayne, or right, right, right yeah, next to exactly. Gucci. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so that's that was a big thing, bro. It is. Bro. Like, I want to give you your flowers, bro. You deserve Thank it, bro. You've been doing this a long time, a long time, and you you know stay going hard, bro. Thanks. Thanks. Don't stop. I'm not, bro. I can't. I can't. So, Hate, Envy, and Jealousy. That was my last album I dropped. 2018? 2018. 2018. That was two years ago. I see that cover. You know what it put me in the mindset of? Mm-hmm. And I didn't even think about it until you you, you uh, named all the Southern rappers. It may, it reminds me of the Ghetto Boys. Uh, Jesus Christ. I, it's crazy. <laughs> I was thinking about it. I was like, she don't say the Ghetto Boys? Yeah. Damn, boy, you hard for that. You it reminds me of that, bro. You hard for that. And the Ghetto Boys, too hard. But it's crazy. I be listening to, uh, damn, what's the song when he be like, I'm talking to myself and talking about Halloween. My playing Mind playing Mind playing Tricks. My bro. That nigga Willie D verse is so hard. But yeah. I just go back and listen to it, bro. Willie D. Shout out to Willie D, man. Hey, man. They, damn. Bro. Shout out to the legends, oh, right? Yeah, Shout out oh, to yeah. legends. That's how when I need some inspiration, I go listen to the old legends, bro. I listen to Project Pat. I mm-hmm. listen to old Pop, Fifty Cent. Not even even to even the two thousand shit. Fifty shit was hard. Um, Wayne old albums like you know what I'm saying the Carter Two. Yeah, it's best. Project. I love music, bro. I love music. One thousand, bro. Facts. That's why I'm, I'm at home right now, bro. I love music. Man. 
Who you listening to today? Uh, who I'm listening to today? I'm fucking with Pooh Shiesty hard. Uh, I stay making playlists hard. every day, man, because I, I I listen to music to do everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm on that Detroit wave hard, man. Shout out to Detroit, man. They popping right now. Shout out to them Detroit rappers, man. But shout out to Big Drip. And my boy Drip. My boy Drip and Drizzy, boy. They put me on them Detroit rappers. I ain't even gonna count. I wasn't fucking with them. <laughs> I wasn't fucking with them. When I first heard it, I was like, they rapping like they from L.A. Yeah. With like a Bay Area beat. Like, this is Detroit? Okay. Yeah. Listen to it a little bit more. I got hooked on it, man. I fuck with it. How hard is it to not let the artists that you listen to right now influence the music that you want to make? Um, It is kind of hard, bro. It's hard, especially like me. Cause when I listen to a song, I listen to it a hundred times. Mm, like the first right. time I listen to it a hundred times, so I be trying to catch myself. Like, let me stop, cause I don't want to fuck around, be in the studio, then I say a line, think I just came <laughs> up with it, and I really heard it in that last song. I've been right. listening to a hundred times. Like, damn. So yeah, it, it's it's kind of hard. You, I be having to catch myself. Like, damn, I'm listening to too much music. Right. Our other music that influence the shit I'm thinking about. So yeah, I be having to catch myself sometimes. What's your writing process like? Um. It all depends. I have I have like different times when I just ready to go in. Let me go in. I want to write some. Um, I like the, I like the freestyle a lot too. When I'm in the studio, like with Ethan, like an uh, engineer that's that understands me and that's patient with me. Like I said, that's why I don't like recording with time engineers. Like engineers like Ethan or my personal engineers, they know how freestyle to be. Oh, I'm gonna record on it. Or like, I punch in, yeah. And they already know how I rap, so that's why I really. Believe it or not, I probably don't record like five, six songs in the last two years. Mm. That's it? Before, before I started back on recording back heavily. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, because I wasn't comfortable. Where I was at, I didn't have my engineers. I didn't have my producers. So I was like, fuck it. I ain't finna spend no money in a new studio. Niggas don't know how I record. So I'm just gonna wait till I get back to my city. You know what I'm saying? Record with my DJ, I mean my producers. Right. Was that a dark time for you? Fuck yeah. The fuck? I can't record. I can't. I, I went writing. I went mm-hmm. writing. I went recording. I went listening to the beats. I probably listened to a beat about 10 seconds, then turned it off because I ain't got no inspiration. Mm-hmm. That's how the bad that shit was, bro. Like, but as soon as I get back to my city with my, with my producers at, I'm on it. You, you They'll inspired. send me a beat. I finish it that day. Yeah. Type all shit. All of a sudden they click. Type shit, yeah. That shit, that shit really has an effect on me. Like, the environment that I'm in, mm-hmm. it'll make me want to record music or not want to record music or work on music or not want to work on music. What's What's three things that Smokey has to have in the studio with him? Something to drink. Um, I don't need to have nothing to smoke, but it's, it's essential. You know what I'm saying? So if it's a studio where I can't smoke in, I'm not finna not go because I can't smoke. I'm still going to work. So it's not like a need. I don't need smoke, but it's essential. Uh, water, smoke, in my phone. Mm. Mm-hmm. Phones. Okay. Alright. Um with having a manager, mm-hmm. like, did you what as an artist, you know what you can handle and what sure. you can't. You right. know what I'm saying? Some people get managers prematurely. Mm-hmm. What made you want to get a, a a manager? And what would what would you advise somebody you know that's that's just starting and they thinking oh I need a manager what would you tell them um, the reason I got with mine is because we um, 
it's more than a, a you know a, a manager artist relationship. We've known each other for so long. She really knows me, and she know my music like she know it like from the beginning. So she. She then she listened to a lot too, and she listened to a lot of other music. So she her advice it really helps me. Like she know what I need to work on, or if I'm slacking in this area as far as my career. Like mm-hmm. she tightened me up, and I feel like you need. And if if you um if you ain't got no motion going on, like you know what I'm saying, you ain't dropping no music, you ain't registered as no artist, none of that. You don't need no manager. But I also say you do need a manager, and she'll go get that done for you. But if you're not making no money, you don't need no manager because manager got to get paid. So. That's that. As a as a artist, what should an artist look out for if there is money involved and that manager is trying to get over or they trying to get they they bread too? I think they said a manager percent is like fifteen or ten percent. Mm-hmm. So as long as like around there, you should be good. Okay. Um. Were you? Did you read anything? Like read any books? On the music industry? Nah, but I'm in school for global business. And when I first got in there, probably like two years ago, it was a uh, business marketing class. I learned a lot of shit. So you in school career. now? Yeah. What school that's you go to? Dope. I'm at Troy. Okay. That's hard. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> that's hard, Smokey. <laughs> yes, sir, man. Scholar Smokey. So, uh, I kind of just want to switch gears a little bit. Let's do it, man. You know what I mean? You a Saints fan. Yes, Sirski. You a Saints fan. You got a song called Who That? Yes, Sirski. How would that make you feel if the Saints kind of made that their theme song? Man, I would Play feel... Play that in the dome. I would feel ecstatic. Yeah. Ecstatic. Because I, 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 I tried to... When I first dropped the song, I was reaching out to the yeah, DJs. I know you, I know you they was. They got a DJ in their re- stadium. He I DJ. But I don't know He probably was too busy He didn't reach back out to me But shit You know what I'm saying That's always gonna be They You know what I'm saying They who that They thin So shit exactly. I just keep sending it <laughs> Keep sending that motherfucker Cause I, one thing they t- I, know, I know bro um, If your song Ain't took off yet Bro mm-hmm. Don't stop promoting it Cause everybody yeah. ain't heard it And it's if it ain't been played On the radio Like hella time It still can it's Take new. off Pop up shit new it's, to gonna be, it's gonna be Fact. new to somebody It's new to somebody Yeah, yeah. Right Keep sending that motherfucker Keep sending that motherfucker. That's why it's important for you to have Franco <laughs> on, on streaming platforms. Right. Hey, man, I'm going to put Franco on streaming platforms Valentine's Day. Oh, he, okay. Is that exclusive? <laughs> exclusive. Hey. That boy Joey said exclusive. <laughs> he thought about that day for a minute. Yeah, he was like, yeah, like, I had to make sure. Can I okay. upload it? Yeah. He probably make it. For sure. <laughs> Let me see how many days I got. Okay, I got seven. <laughs> I got seven days. That is hard. One week. That is hard. Um, what are what is Kush Camp Records? Ooh. Mm-hmm. What are they What are they looking for? Um, artists, videographers, and um. Artists, video, yeah, artists is representing singers, so yeah, artists and videographers. Mm-hmm. Just camera, yeah. I'm a, I want to big your your manager up too. Facts. Since I I I, I found out, <laughs> <laughs> I want to big her up because, yes, bruh, like what what Kush Camp Records doing as far as the IG page is is phenomenal, man. Right. Like I just, I knowing you, mm-hmm. you know, I'm so used to seeing Smokey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? When it's when it's Kush Camp or when yeah. it's you know, you got something going on, it's 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 smoky. Yeah. Little do you see anything 
involving anybody else. Mm-hmm. So like just that 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 marketing and that promotion yes. that that's hard within itself. Right, it right. shows me. I can't speak for everybody else, but it shows me like the the picture's not just it's not. It's much bigger than just you. Definitely. That's right. where I'm at right now. You said two words out of my mouth. That's where I'm at, man. Cause Camp Regular is way bigger than Smokey. Way bigger than Smokey. Like, we got Smokey to what he is right now. So basically, we're trying to get another artist to, you know what I'm saying? Shit. Your first song, shit. You might not be on 1C. You might get your own MTV somewhere. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Anything can happen. Because I never had no dream or like, shit, oh shit, I'm finna perform on Wild Out Wednesday. You never know when them opportunities are gonna come knocking at your door. Right. You gotta be ready. <laughs> How important, you just gotta be ready. How important is placements? Man, bro, placements is so important for a producer and an artist, bro. Cause you can get um you can get mixtape placements. You probably ain't gonna get paid for it, but it's still it's helping your song get out there more. Right. And and mixtape DJs, they help a lot to the culture, but they don't get enough credit. Mm-hmm. So shout out to the mixtape DJs, bro. They do I feel like they the ones that got the online, you know what I'm saying, music. President's going stupid. Mm-hmm. Right. Mixtape DJs. Do you have a, 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 a DJ on your team? Um, I wouldn't say on my team officially, but definitely associated with. My boy Drew, he my producer and he a DJ. He didn't did some of my shoes, my shows before. Uh, DJ Loud in South Carolina, he fought with me too. Shout out DJ Brad, I did some shit with him. Uh, DJ Cinemax, DJ 420 in Atlanta, mm-hmm. uh, DJ SR. Uh, I'm trying to think of all DJs did. And all, all the DJ, all the radio DJ in Columbus, I still fuck with them. Shout out O three, um, Cash Flow, uh, Lil D, um, I don't think we ain't got that many. We ain't got no mixtape DJ. I think Brad the only mixtape DJ out here. Yeah. The, that, oh nah, Murder Man. Shout out DJ Murder Man. Okay. He did Slave Boy mixtape. That shit was hard. Uh. Shout out Slave Boy. Shout out Slave Boy, man. I swear I be talking about that nigga so much to my partners. Like, bro, this nigga here, like, y'all think I could have took off. Like, this nigga is a whole entertainer for real. Bro, Slayboy was that Come man. Come on, man. Yeah. Bro, I love that nigga, Come bro. on, man. This man is fucking hilarious, bro. <laughs> oh, God, he's okay. He's fucking hilarious. You can't miss it, bro. You can't miss it. Every He gonna say something funny. He gonna do something funny. Mm-hmm. He just, he funny, bro. As, as far as um, branding... How and being an artist, how important is um, having uh, being a personality? Mm. That's important. It's real important, bro. Cause you don't want to, um, you know what I'm saying. You don't want to meet nobody for the first time, then they have a bad feeling. So, mm. and especially an artist, like I feel like y'all, you already put on the pedestal. You know what I'm saying you're an entertainer, so you don't need to be dual. You know what I'm saying, meet nobody that's a fan or anybody that's trying to do business. You don't need to be dual. You don't need to be boring. You're an entertainer. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying, not entertain like you know what I'm saying. Get on stage dancing, but you know what I'm saying. Don't be boring. Talk to the people. You know what I'm saying. Personality is definitely important, especially with artists. I feel like artists need to have personality, right. even though some of the new artists are um, not promoting like. Me personally, like I feel like a, bad, a good example is Summer Walker. Mm-hmm. Like she's not a people person, so she's not promoting her, her personality as far as like, oh, I'm a um, I'm this type of person. I don't say we can cool, we can kick it type shit. She don't even want. I don't think she fuck with people. Like but she, but her music right. she's like got anxiety. Yeah, inspired, music stupid, but she ain't got no personality. Yeah, right. Kind of like with the city girls. That's stupid, but they ain't, I mean they fought, but they ain't got no performance, like no show. You know what I'm saying? So. So be, being an artist and always being under that microscope lens, mm-hmm. how do you deal with that pressure? 
Um, I really ain't had too much pressure under the microscope. Yeah, I ain't got in that light light yet. I'm more be so trying to um stay out of my scope for my siblings. You know what I'm saying? I got siblings. Right. So I don't want them to see the too much of the wrong thing. Right. That's a lens too though. Like Facts. you said, just Facts. Your, your, your family seeing you, you got younger family seeing you. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, I started young, sitting right. in school, so some of them seen it then, so I can stop them, but right. the younger young ones, I'm a, you know what I'm saying, try to limit what they see. Right. Um, yeah. And also just the point point out like some of the things you may do that that may be um negative to some you're not just doing it just to be doing it hell no you know what i'm saying like if you if you gotta do some things that you not proud of yeah to 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 eat you know what i'm saying so Thanks. um <clears throat> that's great that you that you trying to uh you don't shed light on that Thanks. right hell no aware of it self-awareness Hell yeah! How um, the are you your biggest fan? I feel like at certain times. At certain times, yeah. Like sometimes I don't be like I just a lot of motherfuckers that they'll like somebody find out they, they rapping or they didn't know then they be like oh you gotta hear my shit I'm not like that mm-hmm. I don't like to play my shit for somebody here for the first time and we both listening to it I don't like that shit. Do you play your own music? Yeah, yeah, I do it sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. The new shit. The new shit I've been recording, but like, I don't play Hey Envy and Jealousy no more. I mean, I play it, but like, I'm mostly more on the new shit. Right. It's, it's old now. Who's all on Kush Camp Records? Artist wise? Right. Um, officially, I have nobody right now. Smokey? Mm-hmm. Just Smokey. Yeah. I, we, we fucking with a lot of people though, but I ain't got nobody on the roster yet. Right. I got a lot of people that I fuck with. I see talent. I see a lot of talent, bro. I know a lot of people with talent. And that's why uh, that's who I'm posting first. Most most of the people that go on Chris County Breaking is people that I know personally. Right. Yeah. Do you think that are you open to signing people or are you trying to get like your stuff together first to show yourself and your team, um, okay, this is how an artist is supposed to to look? Um, I'm still gonna look for him. I'm still gonna look for him. It's not ready yet, but yeah, I'm still gonna look for him just so I have him under my wing and let him know like this shit is in motion. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? Once you sign shit, we probably ain't go drop your project ASAP. You know what I'm saying? We trying to get this bread for this label so we can, you know what I'm saying, get it up. So that's the main thing I'm focused on. Trying to get the attention of a major label mm-hmm. so they can give me some type of deal where I can fund Cush Count Records. Mm. That's hard, man. What do you enjoy doing most in the music industry? Mm. <laughs> Probably yeah. traveling. 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 I like traveling, seeing new shit, man. Hell yeah. What's the furthest it took you? Uh, I think New York. Or Vegas. Is that about the same? Oh, you performed out of Vegas? I didn't perform in Vegas, but I went out there and network. That hard. Promoted the Kush Count Gear, promoted some music. I mm-hmm. went to a uh, dispensary out there, left them some merch. So they know we, they, you know, we stamped out there. Did you get a chance to record out there? Hell nah. 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 That would have been a vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been hard, man. Man, we. I, did, I went to New Orleans and recorded. I shot a video out there. I did that. I didn't even release that yet. What That's was hard. the vibe like that out there? Oh, New Orleans is stupid, though. Food is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't get drunk. Uh,. It's just a vibe. When you it go to <laughs> when you go to other places like Atlanta, like 
New Orleans mm-hmm. and you record, do you bring that energy into your process? Does what? it influence it? Talking about the environment? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Especially when I'm in Atlanta. Ain't nothing like recording in Atlanta. Mm. Nothing like recording in Atlanta. Um, my second place is probably recorded at the Atlanta. I like recording with Drew. He got a studio in Auburn. Um, and I got another studio. Shout out my boy Range. Go kick it. He got a studio on Southside Atlanta. That's the only three studios I love recording in. That's dope, man. Bro, we appreciate you for being here, man. <laughs> Absolutely. First off, like I said, Buddy, last minute, and this dope, was... Bro. Bruh. Damn. This is hard. This shit too hard, bro. This is hard, man. I got it. Like, that was my best interview. <laughs> it made me want to go look at all my other interviews. Like, that shit was trash, bro. I really got to, to talk about the shit I wanted to. My fam, my sisters. The origin, you know what I'm saying? Splitting up. My yeah, mama bringing me to Louisiana. Like, all this shit. I ain't never got to talk about this shit. Most of the time, we were born in Atlanta, moved to Louisiana, came back to Columbia. Like, they'll never let you go, okay, what happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What would you ask us? What would I ask y'all? Mm-hmm. Damn. Um, what was y'all favorite interview y'all did so far? Mm. And why? Uh, I let you answer that one first. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I let you answer that shit first. I've um, seen the list. Y'all didn't we've interviewed a lot of motherfuckers. Damn, uh, we have. <laughs> I was listening to that uh, KD one before I came up here. Yeah, that that was uh, hard. Um, I think mine is probably still David. The visual art with David Scott. Mm-hmm. Is that one. the one with? The leg. Uh, oh shit! See, I forgot about okay. that. But see, it's 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 so many. But I think I want to say David's. David Scott's an artist. Okay. You know David. David Scott. Evan Scott. You, you don't remember Evan Scott? Yeah. He make music now. Uh, nah. No. That, we don't just. Drawer. do Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he's a he's an artist, just period. Oh, okay, facts. Like he okay, do I paint, he paint, he draw, he he build shit, he does it all. He was dropping them gems. Go back. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm go back. I can't David. I can't remember what what number episode it was, but it's called Visual Art Talk with David Scott. Yeah, but that was the best uh-huh. one I think because um, it's different. Like that's one of my closest friends. Yeah, like that's a brother. That's he's not a friend of me. He's a brother. Uh-huh. Um, but. It's different having those conversations, like, on the mic. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he really, really opened up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? From just the process, how he is, just, it, it like, it was really organic, too. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that, not taking away from everything else, but just, like, how thorough he was. <laughs> like, it was really detailed. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that to me. And if, if it wasn't for that one, or I would probably put BD up there, which is the, the mind okay, clothing. Okay. I would put Roses. Give us our roses. That was a great one. Yeah, I think we're gonna make a name all of them. Hey man, it was just a lot, bro. Look, like, I'll probably name this one, that one, that and, one, that one. And see, one. I haven't went back and actually listened to those. To, uh-huh. Yeah, I don't really listen. Like you can ask them. Like I don't really listen to them like that. Yeah. I just 
Go off of like I, experience. I go back and listen to them when I can. Uh-huh. For me, my favorite one. I'm looking at the list now, but um, uh, I went back and listened to D Sam's, and that one is sticking out to me right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah so tomorrow it'd be, it'd yeah, be that, that, that one. Huh? Who's D Sam's? Oh, bro. When we get back, when we when we uh. Put me on, man. Who is that? Yeah, yeah, a rapper. Okay. He's a rapper. He's stupid. Yeah, he's nice. He Different, nice. too. Yeah. He in the anime. It, it was one that I... It was one that um, I wasn't familiar with him like that. I knew who he was, but I wasn't too familiar. Okay. Um, but his, just his, listen to his story. Yeah. You it's know called I mean? Jabbering with, uh, about anime with these animals. Yeah, and just, just listen to, to his story. It's, it's one that definitely sticks out to me, just looking at the list. Um... Dorian, yeah, light skin. Mm-mm. Nah, dark oh, skin. He dark skin with dreads. I'm gonna say, yeah, he had him in there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a few. Um, which one? It was one of the down. We said Dorian and dark skin. Yeah, his name. Dorian, his name. Dorian, Dorian Jockey. The, the one. The he got blonde. Mm-mm. That Dorian. Mm-mm. Oh, he got he, he got dreads. They black. He went uh, monster fan. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. whenever you get a chance, said, tap into him too. Dorian. We just dropped his freestyle uh-huh. last week. Real dope. See, that's another one too. His his story was real. Bro, yeah, yeah, yeah. where you from? See, see here, you from here too. See, yeah. it's just like the the stories, bro. It's more yeah. so like whatever you you are into at that moment. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it really means. like. His was real, like emotion based. The interview, both of them, yeah, yeah. both yeah. of them. And we, I think, if anytime, I, anytime you sh- you shed a tear while you talking, it's just Ooh. yeah, yeah both them of them. Be, them be both. What you mean, both of them? Both tears? Yeah. yeah. Damn! What yes. the fuck y'all asked him, bro? We, bro, we be in our bag. That's what you asked him, bro. <laughs> Nigga, you go listen to it. <laughs> Damn! No, 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 Dead or alive? I just left. Dead or alive? This is yours. Pac, Lil Wayne, 50 Cent number five. Okay. Pac, Lil Wayne. (laughs) He went one, two, five. Five. (laughs) (laughs) Free jam first. (laughs) Pac, Wayne, Jay Z number three, 50 Steel number five. I gotta put a new artist in there. I'm gonna put WAP in there. Oh. You said Walker? Gucci in there, bro. Okay, all right. Pop, Wayne, Hover, Gucci, and Fee. Oh, Gucci. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought you said Walker at first. I was like, dang. I thought you said Walker. At first, no, I thought you no. said that too. I, yeah, I was going to say that's different. <laughs> hey, I was going to say That's hey. different, but hey. No, <laughs> no, not the Walker. But, hey. uh. Yeah, man. That man, this was. This that's, that's a lot of artists that I listen to, man. This was and really great, bro. Man, Thank you, great, man. This is I needed this. I need this. Believe it or not, this is going to help me with more interviews. Cause y'all, you know, what I'm saying, I welcome in, I was comfortable. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying, I chill, I had my drink. Most interviews, I don't be drinking. I sometimes probably smoke, but I know I'm going to smoke here. But uh, it made me feel comfortable, man. I appreciate the interview. Bro. Hey, man, for real. My pleasure, man. I appreciate y'all. Hey, Listen, man. we uh, once again keep going, bro. Man, you know Absolutely. it. You know it, bro. Keep so I can't going. no more. Well, well, we always say we want to give you flowers where you can smell them. And, Why you can inhale them. And inhale them. I know that's right. Yes, sir. Yeah, but um, this has been great. 
And this concludes another episode of Free Gems Network. Smoke it! Free Gems Network.